Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me and our guests here on Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, now more than ever in this turbulent time, it's important to share and spread our message of freedom and fulfillment around the globe. So if you get value from this podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you could go wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a positive rating and review, that helps us carry our message further around the globe. And if you wouldn't mind, post a link to this podcast on your Facebook page, share it on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn wherever you're at on social media. I want to thank you for helping us take our message to those people around the globe who truly need it. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you. What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. What is up, my fellow freedom fighters? Welcome back to yet another episode of Freedom Mindset Radio. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I can't tell you how happy I am you are here. And whether you're a long-time listener or a first-time listener, if you like what you hear, please don't be afraid to leave a positive rating and review for us. Those are like currency because they help us expand our reach around the globe. And today is Monday, which, as you know, means we are going to carry a wonderful excerpt of another Great interview that we have in the very next episode, which will air this Wednesday. And today is an excerpt of my discussion with T.K. Coleman. Now, T.K. is the Director of Entrepreneurial Education at the Foundation for Economic Education. He's also co-founder in education at Praxis. He's a prolific writer and speaker with a singular mission to awaken people to their own creative power. Now, tune in Wednesday because we have a wide-ranging discussion, but in today's episode, in just about six minutes, TK gives a masterclass on how a true free market should work. A lot of people say, well, it takes money to make money. I don't have any money, therefore I can't start a business. And he says, no, no, no. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes value creation to make money. This is a powerful excerpt today with TK. I hope you'll come back this Wednesday and listen to our full wide-ranging discussion. TK drops a ton of knowledge bombs. We talk about uh, politics. We talk about the creative power that lies within each and every one of us and how each of us can be the causative force in our own lives lives. So without further ado, here's my excerpt with TK, but come back in the very next episode. Listen to our full conversation. Have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante with the Freedom Media Network here with another incredible interview with someone who is changing the world. We're here with TK Coleman. He's the Director of Entrepreneurial Education with the Foundation for Economic Education and host of their incredible program, Revolution of One. TK, thanks for joining us today. Hey, man, it's good to be here. You referenced Eric Butterworth earlier. Um, he has a book I read many years ago called Spiritual Economics. Yes, and he just talks, finished it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks about this idea how stuff is satisfying, but it's secondary. It's not the starting point, right? That wealth is a state of mind. Now, hang with me if you're listening. 
because I'm sure as soon as I said wealth is a state of mind, I triggered the entire world of people <laughs> that are deathly afraid of anything that sounds like an Instagram inspirational or, or you know, a picture or something along those lines. But hang with me for a second, because this is not just grounded in fluffy, wishful thinking. This is grounded in sound economics, okay? Um, so money is a symbolic representation of creative power. Right. Um, so, so when we talk about this thing called wealth, we can use many different tokens or symbols to represent what value really is. But money and value are different things. Money is a reward for creating value. Right. So, the biggest lie is this idea that it takes money to make money. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes value creation to make money. Because you can have money, but if you don't have any projects to invest in or any way to use that money that will solve problems for people, then you're not going to make money. That's why people who win the lottery, on average, they lose their money, right? right? right. Having money isn't the same thing as increasing the amount of it that you have, but you have people that have gone from poverty to becoming millionaires because they figured out a way to create value. So what do you need to make money? What you need is some kind of ability to make people feel like their experience is better off. That can be the ability to make them laugh. That can be, be the ability to give them perspective during hard times. That can be the ability to make them forget about their problems. It can be a, a host of things. And, and, and the reason why I say wealth is a mindset and why I think this is so empowering is because there are a lot of people out there who don't have money, they don't have any obvious opportunity. And the way that you get from that position to a position of wealth is by saying, okay, I still have something to offer. I still have something that I can do for people. If I look within into the realm of my ideas, my insights, and my inclinations, I can take that and I can translate that into some kind of service that can make another person say, wow, I am pleased. Wow, you just enhanced the quality of my life. And that's how you get the money. And it goes back to creative force because it all starts with that idea. Even if you make something that's tangible or you make Uber, to use an example, right? It started with someone's idea. Maybe they were drunk on a Saturday night. Like, hey, man, you know, we should be able to just do ride share so I can get a ride home and I don't have to drive. Well, yeah. that idea, there's some people who have those ideas. Yeah. And then they, I was telling, my, my son is um, 11 years old and he's, he's so creative. Unless you ask him, create something, right? It's like funny people tell a joke. Yeah. And like, well, no, I can't do that. I gotta, it's gotta come to me. And so I said, is it harder to think up an idea if I say think up an idea than it is if you're just sitting there and you're relaxed and you're loose and it pops in your head? He says, yeah. So that's what creativity is like. Yeah. It's because if you're like, I got to come up with an idea and I got to make money, otherwise I'm going to die and all of that, what happens? You become dumber mm. because that cortisol mm. takes over. And if you're programmed for everything else, your subconscious takes over and you're stupid. Right? Yeah. It's like your fight or flight. If I'm in a boxing ring and someone's coming at me and I don't know how to box, what do I do? I just put up my arms and I'm dumb and I don't you know, see things coming yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah. So it, when you talk about that wealth is a state of mind, it does go to that to get yourself in that state of mind, right? To be a loose, to allow your mind the freedom of thought because if, if all you're doing right now, and, and maybe this goes back to the coronavirus and the people who are going to succeed and people aren't, if your mind is filled with noise, yeah. that signal is never going to get through, right? And that signal is an idea that actually becomes a thing. Yeah. Let it. You know, um, George Lakoff has an excellent book called Metaphors We Live By, and he talks about the paradox of symbols. Um, a symbol has the, the dual function of revealing and concealing at the same time. Mm -hmm. So whenever you use a symbol, it allows you to understand aspects of the thing 
in, 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 in a more in-depth way. But it also does that at the expense of pushing back other critical aspects of the thing. So I'm gonna use a religious metaphor and then I'll bring it back to, to money. So in, 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 in uh, the Old Testament of the Bible, you have this problem that occurs where people are trying to relate to this distant, ethereal God. And so what do they do? They build icons, they build graven images because it brings God nearer. It makes God more understandable. And there's value in that. You certainly wanna make God feel nearer to you. But the problem is you begin to lose imagination and you equate the symbol with the reality itself. And now God is as, as, as small as your icon and you can't imagine possibilities that are bigger than that, right? Um, and, and there's something similar that's happened with money. I mentioned earlier that money is a symbolic representation of creative value. It's really great that we have things like the dollar and the pound and the yen. This is, this is a major chapter in our economic evolution. The downside, however, is that our imagination has become reduced to the symbol itself. We mistake the symbol for the reality that the symbol represents. And we say, if I don't have any dollars, if I don't have any yen, then I don't have the realities represented by those symbols. I don't have value. I don't have anything to offer. And so in some ways, money has kind of killed our imagination. Yeah. Uh, but if you go back in history, to just the fundamental feature of human experience, which is exchange, we didn't think like that. We didn't have that problem because in order to get something, you couldn't rely on dollars. You, you looked around at your condition and you say, what do I have? Okay, I got a couple of apples over there. Uh, I can tutor you in math in exchange for something. Uh, let me see here. Um, I, can, I can come over to your place for dinner and I can do a song and dance routine for you and your wife and make you guys laugh while you eat. And maybe you can give me some oranges for that. We were forced to think about our needs in terms of how can I create value for someone else? How can I make a difference in another person's life? And, and having these dollars that we can rely on has made us a little bit lazy. And sometimes when those dollars are taken away, it's a blessing in disguise. It's difficult, but it can be an invitation to get back to the roots of, of what exchange is all about. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and I want to thank you for being a loyal listener to Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, in this chaotic time of coronavirus chaos, it's so important for people to have a process to define, create, and live their lives of freedom and fulfillment. I lay out just that process in my Amazon bestseller, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And in light of this turbulent time, I've dropped the Kindle price of my book to $4.50. That's a more than $2 drop in price. I do this because I truly believe that this is a process that will help those who need freedom and fulfillment now. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years trading away your freedom and fulfillment for a false sense of security and a toxic job and a lifestyle that doesn't fulfill you. And now you're realizing that security was an illusion and you want your freedom now. Go to fivepillarsoffreedom.com right now. There, you can get chapter one of my book absolutely free, and there's a link to purchase the book. As I said, we have dropped the price to $4.50 for the Kindle version of my book. I know the five pillars of the freedom lifestyle will help you define, create, and start living your freedom lifestyle now. Thanks again for being a listener. I wish you a day, a week, a year of freedom and abundance.